If you're somebody that likes to travel, uh, when you travel, you'll, you'll see and experience some interesting things. I've, I've been blessed to travel a, a fair amount in my life. Uh, it's been a real blessing to get to go and see some, some interesting things. But one of the things you tra- that happens to you, particularly if you're traveling overseas, uh, this happened to me one of my trips to Israel. Is I, I was traveling, and we were, we were at Tiberias. And Tiberias is, is a town on the Sea of Galilee. And we were getting ready to, to leave the hotel and go get in the boat. And we're going to literally sail out on the Sea of Galilee. We were going to see fishermen cast their nets as Jesus and the disciples had cast their net. Really, really cool thing to see. So if you've not, if you've not ever gone to Israel with, with Sam Morris, I would encourage you at some point to do that. But we were getting ready to go and leave. The, we just finished breakfast. We were getting ready to go. And as we were leaving, I, I heard a voice. And, you know, when you're in a foreign country and you hear somebody speaking English, you're like, oh, a fellow American. It's exciting. But this wasn't just any kind of regular voice. This is a voice with a southern accent. And that gets you really excited when you hear somebody from, from south when you're traveling. So I went to talk to them and said, well, where are you from? They said, oh, I'm from a little town, Mississippi, you've never heard of, probably never heard of, called Hazelhurst. I'm like, oh, really, Hazelhurst? Well, I'm from Bogachetta. I said, oh, Bogachetta. So, you know, I said, they're like 20 minutes from my mama. You know, there, there you are at Tiberius, walking where Jesus walked and experiencing the things that Jesus saw, and you're running to somebody from Hazelhurst. <laughs> Y'all, it's a small world. Don't ever think it's not a small world. But there's something exciting about somebody meeting somebody that speaks your language. But it isn't just English. We share a common language based off, based off where we're from. You know, it, it, when I was at Asbury, my, my youth pastor was from Macomb. And so sometimes we would just go to our Macomb place, start talking about people we knew from back home and stories and people that, that, that I went to church with, coached him in baseball and Windsor Gay. And I mean, those of you from Summit know the few of you who I'm talking about, you know, and just it, we would be in there talking and somebody walk and say, what are y'all talking about? They say, oh, they're talking about Macomb. Give them 15 minutes. They'll be back. So, you know, we were from the same town. We talked about the same things. One time I was in Chicago at, at a conference thing and I was getting on the L train, which is the, their subway system basically. And, and there, was a, there was a lady sitting beside me. We started talking and, 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 and turns out she was a Christian. Well, y'all, when we leave the bubble of the South and go to other parts of the nation, you don't just happen upon Christians like you do here. Well, there I was talking with an African-American woman on the, on the L train. And I believed in Jesus, and she believed in Jesus. And we started talking, and we were sharing about our faith and everything. And I didn't know this woman from Adam's house cat. But we were, act- we were talking to each other like family. You know why? We were. We were brothers and sisters in Christ. We spoke the same language, even though we didn't really know each other. There's something to be said for speaking the same language. Last week we talked about God's creative ability, how God's creating, how God is always creating something new. And part, that's part of the language we share with God is that we too like to create, and we too like to grow, and we too like to learn. So just like God is a God of creation, and God is a God that's doing new things, we too as humans share that same language with God, that same creative ability and desire that God shares. But, but, but see, that's not the end all and be all of our language. 
See, the Bible says today in Colossians, we read earlier, that Jesus Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. So if you want to know God, look at Jesus. If you want to, want to, if you want to understand who God is, if you want to understand the Father, you look at Jesus. Because Jesus Christ shows us God's very heart. He is the visible image of the invisible God. So, we share the same language with God. But our language is not just the language of creation and of good things. But our language is a language that oftentimes is a language of suffering. A language of tragedy. A language of loss and of hurt and of pain and even of abandonment. Our language that we speak as humans is sometimes a language that is a hard language. That is full of tears and anguish and pain and loss and tragedy and woundedness. That sometimes as humans is the language that we speak. And here's what we see today through Jesus Christ. That our God is not a God that sits off in an ivory tower, untouched and unmoved by human pain. But our God, through Jesus Christ, speaks our language. Have you ever been betrayed by your best friend? So has Jesus. You ever been abandoned by those you love? So has Jesus. Ever wept over the tomb of a friend? So has Jesus. Ever felt alone or afraid or forgotten? So has Jesus. Ever wonder if God's hearing your prayers? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So has Jesus. Through Jesus, God speaks our language. Through Jesus, God knows our hurt. Through Jesus, God knows our fears. Through Jesus, God knows what we're going through. Through Jesus, God speaks our language. So we see today that in this, God knows what we're going through. And we also see two things. First, we see that when we suffer, we do not suffer alone. For not only does God speak our language and know our hurts, but we walk along beside brothers and sisters that too speak our language and share our hurts and know our loss and know our pain. And we do not live this life alone. We do not live this life by ourselves. We, as Christians, are called to live with each other, to carry each other's burdens, to love each other, to share with each other, to be there for each other. We cannot, we must not live life alone. We can't. When the disciples came to Jesus and said, Lord, teach us to pray, he taught them a little prayer called the Lord's Prayer. What's the first word of that prayer? Our Our faith is a faith meant to be walked together with. We speak the same language. 
Not, in the lang- not only in the language of creation and of salvation, but we too as individuals that have experienced hurt speak the language of shared pain. So when you're hurting, when you're alone, when you're afraid, when you're scared, you don't have to walk alone. The church is there with you. And God is there. But secondly, we see that the suffering of pain is not the end. Because if we read through the rest of Jesus' story there in Luke, we see that death, sin, and grave were not the end of the story, but that death, sin, and grave were were a means to an end to the resurrection. That through the resurrection, God redeemed Jesus' hurt. God redeemed the cross. God redeemed the pain. God redeemed all of it. And here's the thing how God works. God is a God of creating. And God is going to redeem your hurts. God is going to redeem your loss. God's going to redeem your tears. God's going to redeem all that you go through. Our God is a God of redemption. And a God of second chances. And a God of restoration. And a God that does not abandon his children. And there's not a single thing you've ever been through. There's not a single part of your life. There's not a single part of your story that God, through Jesus Christ, cannot and will not redeem. And cannot and will not use for your good and for his glory. Romans 8, 28. All things work for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Through Jesus Christ, God speaks your language. Through Jesus Christ, God knows your fears. Through Jesus Christ, God knows your pain. Through Jesus Christ, God knows your doubts. Through Jesus Christ, God knows it all. He loves you. He will not forsake you. He will restore you. Do not be afraid. Do not feel alone. For God, through Jesus Christ, speaks your language. He is not far. And he is creating something new. Today, in our lives, may we feel the creative power of our redeeming God. This God who speaks our language. Let us pray.